0: Listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: You know, my brother Silver so Johnson always said, Chase the money, chase the money, bitches, gon' beat it, beat it, Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh. yeah. Oh, oh. She follow a nigga on Twitter, so she know when I'm in a city. I text her before I take off. Them Instagram pics was pretty. Flipping birds in my brain, calculating the scratch. Chicken from powder whipping, the competition was whack. Lacking my stuff with chronic, smoke it right out in public. Bubble like water with tonic, impressin' industry giants. Majors, I'm on they radar. Hey, AR just for the hate haters. Look here, don't quit your day job. How the fuck do they pay y'all? Why you be blowing up a phone? She Texting me, trying to see when I'm alone. You niggas alone. ain't rolling right. Spending your free up in the club, knowing damn well you can't afford A love. You love. niggas ain't rolling right. Hating is bad for your health. And the worst part, you mad at yourself. You at yourself. niggas ain't rolling right. Order, salute me when you see me. I'm doing what I'm doing, like I'm doing it for teens. Rappers wanna be trappers, trappers wanna survive, collide, do three to nines, that time never get back. I'm living with all the Intentions to get it, get on the map My city shifty and gritty I love it, it's on my back I carry it like I did Potential of young Ali Muhammad, in case you missed that Bomb away at the chit-chat Sit back, watch this kid rap Relax, light a piff sack Kidnap over quick cash Whiplash, cause the whip fast Six flags, we go up and down I laugh when she get mad Know this niggas ain't rolling right Ecstasy trying to roll tonight You hold her tight, let it go Just to let her know I can fix it later Chase this paper t- Tell I'm carried home, heavy trone, N-O-G Play my song, M-O-P, ain't he up? I ain't even touch her, fuck her panties up Lame nigga, see she keep it moving when you holler Salute to my real bitches that be moving for them dollars Dang. Why you be blowing up a phone? She texting me, trying to see when I'm alone Text Niggas me. ain't rolling right Spending your re up in the club Knowing damn well you can't afford a love You niggas ain't rolling right Softly,
2: as if I play piano in the dark Find a way to channel my aim good not to embark There was a stage and everybody got to play their part Got some, God works in mysterious ways So when he starts, the job of speaking through us We be so sincere with this here No drugs or alcohol, so I can get the signal clear as day Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast Your host, Rod and Karen And we're in the house on a Saturday morning um, To do feedback for you guys And uh, there's so much of it today Um yes, sir Everybody just felt like chiming in, so... um, i guess we got to get right into it of course this is a comedy podcast that we do three times a week and we being the husband and wife duo um and the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny yes sir you can find all the contact information for the show at com slash about that's how you email us and uh Call the show, all that great stuff. Leave us voicemails throughout the week. It's a really easy way to keep up with uh, the show and how to get in touch with us. Of course, we're both on Twitter. I'm Rodimus Prime. I'm say that again, Datas and D A T. And the show Twitter is T B G W T. So make sure you guys um, use that hashtag too whenever you tweet about the show. But that's how you can get at us and you can follow uh, the Blackout Tips page and uh, it follows everybody back. Unlike me, uh, who might not follow you back because. You might here. You know, you might not like me in a week. So let's not even go through the breakup, okay? I had to break up with two ladies this year already. And, <laughs> ah. Uh, 2012, a tough year for you, sir, ain't exactly. it? Exactly. And I you got, lost Nick Jew. I know, I lost Nick Jew. I only got one of the girls back, and it was Gabby. And uh, you know, we, we, we're working on it. You know, but yeah, it's a tough year. So I, this is why I don't. I, I don't love all the time, cause when I do love, I love hard. <laughs> Um, you can also do stuff like leave five-star reviews for us on iTunes, and we read each and every one of those on the show, regardless of content. As long as it's what, Karen? Five stars. That's right. You can like us on Stitcher. You can like our Facebook page. Uh, we appreciate the people that do that. Uh, you can uh, also follow our Tumblr. We're trying to update that more and more often. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can donate to the show at the top right-hand corner of the BlackoutTips.com. One-time donations, recurring donations, completely up to you. All donations are voluntary. We don't disclose the amounts of any donations. We appreciate everybody no matter how much they give yes, just the sir. fact that you do give
3: i'm trying to tell you, you had us on your mind enough to say hey i throw them a few dollars that mean enough to us you turned down that vending machine and that sweet iced tea we thank you
2: yeah we appreciate it man so thank you to all y'all who do donate we'll go through that in a second uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes, sir all right without further delay uh first thing i want to do is give people props who gave us some money because those are the most important people on the earth uh you know when shit like you know you just wake up one morning and the motherfucking webcam is like fuck you
3: <laughs> it sure was it was like you know what nah i know you got me plugged in i know i worked last week i know i did but, yeah
2: but, you but know not what? anymore
3: uh-uh i don't know you know what i'm just feel like shorting.
2: right fuck you the days of the webcam servitude to the black man has come to a cease yeah it was yeah that webcam was like you know i uh-uh, you ain't yeah. gonna
3: recognize me okay what you do stop me if you want to reboot me if you want to yeah. Like, right say hard boot me when you kick it in the dick it was like you know what i don't even care I it was get supposed door. to
2: be 720p that shit quit man that shit quit like uh the girl that 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 was at i that was at uh tina turner's birthday party and shit
3: <laughs> yes it looked sir.
2: at the other webcams like he ain't got to hit me but once and then ran out the door <laughs> hell yeah it did I was like, what the fuck, man? So yeah, now we gotta buy a new webcam. Karen's on the old busted webcam. Uh, which looks a lot better on Spreecast, by the way. Shout out to Vocal. Um uh, Yes.
3: <laughs> which looks but
2: but still, you know, we gotta get her to seven twenty P so everything can be uh even around. So here. I can be clear so when I move y'all don't see fuzzy lines. But you know what? If it wasn't for y'all's donations, we wouldn't even have a backup webcam to put Karen on. So I know, right? <laughs> um you know, we appreciate it and let me give those people props right now. Wow. um my man jay rich uh he donated with a recurring donation so he just started this and uh we appreciate it jay rich man we will see you next month dude thank you sweetie thanks for putting in on this and i enjoyed your antics in the dunk contest uh my man damian jackson woo, i am for real he had us with the recurring donation again thank like you, i said sweetie i think he uh has his like every couple of weeks just so you can hear his name um chris doyle he, he he hit us up with a recurring donation these are my favorite type of donations because we will be seeing them again i can count on this money and i can start doing shit like you know paying for stuff i paid for that web uh for our web hosting the other day mm-hmm. it felt great
3: yes i thank said oh you. niggas
2: like us <laughs> <laughs> we can pay for this we gonna
3: stay on a little longer
2: <laughs> enough people like us to pay for this shit that's fucking awesome thank you guys uh, uh april t she put in on this with a recurring donation thank, thank you very you, much sweetie. april uh kwan wrote in uh, uh, with a message with his donation uh kwan says uh Quan w i love the show and i'm glad that i can finally make a small donation to help keep it going Hope this helps cover the bills, and please keep up the good quality podcast. And we will, Quan.
3: Yes, and we thank you for sacrificing for us because I know for some people it's a sacrifice. But we just thank you. You keep sacrificing, we'll keep giving you funny.
2: Uh, my man Mike Felder, uh, aka in the bleachers, he hit us with a donation, dog, right in time for Christmas. Thank you, sweetie. That's right. And this Christmas will be a very, very special Christmas for you and me, Mike Felder. Yes, it that's will, right. sir. Loving each other, wearing UGG boots now. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made that up. Chewing tobacco. That's the black version. Wearing those shirts out. That's the that's the Mike Felder version. It's not black. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Felder version. Yes. Quitting our jobs. Fuck these white people. Yes. Out all right um starting
3: my own podcast
2: because i can <laughs> i've been
3: Man.
2: using i've been using the christmas Carol method on people that want to argue too and um uh i guess people have been catching on to it now because everybody's retweeting it like oh i saw you use it <laughs> i was like it's right it's good right like uh, and it's working too it's like i train that the, these dudes into like pavlov's dog you know when they see the christmas curl, they know to stop arguing with me oh yeah i might keep this shit past christmas i don't oh, know co- yeah what the next holiday is we'll use songs from that holiday too yeah old lane or some shit like i might have yeah, to yeah they got songs for valentine's day fuck that we'll use them too yeah, that shit is working, man. But, um, yeah, cause they're right. like, you
3: ain't taking me serious. Fuck you, nigga. And they just going
2: about their way. Right. That's what you want. they am like, but don't you think handguns have to be used so that, and then I just hit them with that, the first, Noel. They're like, oh, no, no, <laughs> on the nigga. The first day of Christmas, my true love came to right. me. Don't make me go there. <laughs> yes. Don't make me have to pull them carols out. Yes, cause I got in my back pocket in case you want them. <laughs> Boom. I will pour these carols out on your ass and then we gonna see what's up. Um, alright, man, let's do the comments and stuff from the show. Uh, of course, you go to the blackout com. We have comments, we have polls, um, and you can basically vote in the polls. You can leave a comment, uh, on each episode. We're still taking nominations for the first annual award show for the blackout tips, The Tippies. Um, and people are continuing to pour in all types of, uh, you know, um, uh, all types of, of, of support for the Tippies and, and give us um, different. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, give us different like suggestions for nominations, and uh, you know that's going to continue to go on until January. So I know so many people are like going back, listening to old yes, episodes, so getting stuff you to together. Um, you know, because some of these things, if you want to hear the clip on the show, we're going to need you to go. Well, it's at hour and fourteen minute mark, so that we can go get it, and when we come back and play that. And people will not only just they'll hear what you heard and then we can all kind of laugh together i would love to revisit yes. some of the funnier moments of the show Ooh, me too um uh, all right cool i think where did we stop last time Let's see last show was december 8th yep so i don't think we got to this one uh this is from evo underscore eight his uh nominations um and i'll put the link in the chat for those who want to just save this link for later yeah. um uh in case you guys want to um somehow uh bookmark that and add your own um for later um yeah but
3: you can nominate as many times as you want like we're not limited like if you come back and think of some shit later on add it
2: yeah we'll figure out the polling and who makes the who gets into the nominations and all that stuff later but nominate as many or uh however many people you want and we'll figure it out all right tippy awards best impression or best impersonation karen elmo voice episode 385 um all right best guest individual justin slash larian two of the most ratchet niggas on this show (laughs) (laughs) uh best guest is a group nwfo brandon chris kev karen um and of course nwfo stands for niggas with fucked up opinions <laughs> uh, uh episode 373 Nick Jew, to the Edgy, Brandon and Deidre uh episode 326 on Deidre and Larian episode 121 that one got quite a few uh, votes man that Deidre and Larian episode yes it was fun we they, gotta get them two back on again yeah even got best argument a bunch of stuff uh, worst guest, fire episode three hundred and seventeen. Funniest moment, episode three eighty five. Karen and Victor Ronado getting their Elmo on, <laughs> uh, and gives the minute mark. He says Rod loses his shit, episode three eighty. Uh, Operation Silent Darkness, he um, gives uh, I guess the email, episode three twelve. Chill talks to Mike in Chicago, episode three twenty six. The Levittar rant. All right, best feedback show participant, smooth criminal Keith. Uh, I was actually concerned that he didn't call in for a week or two. Thought he got <laughs> locked up. Yeah, we all We did. were too. Best episode 393, Mystical's Day Off. And episode 295, Simping Saturday. Best Random Thought, episode 326, uh, about Karen and that lightning bug. <laughs> it's only 10 seconds long. Best interview, Keith and the Girl. Best Argument, episode 121, Deidre and Larian uh, arguing over whose country. Um, and best uh, best. And by whose country, not who, America country, by who who is the most, like whose country? Like a country person, country yes. actor. Yes. Best chill moment, episode two seventy-five. And it gives a minute mark. So gotta look all those up. But thank you, Evo. Thank you, sweetie. Chris Drummond says, best impressions, Karen impersonating Elmo. Best guest individual, Rod's dad. Best guest is a group, Will and Justin. Um Best Guest uh, by Dapper Don is Hollywood Larian. Folks
3: love Hollywood Larian, they don't do, they? do,
2: man. Best Guest is a group, Five Starter, and Where's My 40 Acres. Funniest moment when Ty Diamond did the Magoo lyrics at the start of the show, but <laughs> I don't remember that episode number. It was, I think it was him and Trill on the show. Another moment I would like to nominate was when you guys found out Deidre from Where's My 40 Acres sodomizes her man uh lol she tried to Cuban be it like it was an everyday thing gloss over that Rob was like nope yeah anytime DJ comes on the show we do that so that's kind of a running gag that um that will be brought up uh my favorite random thought was a bathroom CSI and of course the cheesy the stereotype um joey harrell writes in oh man these are tough here are a few that definitely stand out best episode 323 between chris rock and a tosh place between larian the comedian guy probably um i'm pretty sure that the comedian guy is chris Good lambert, lambert. Mm-hmm. and silk the shocker slander man lol worst guess obviously fire but that guy who was trying who was going hard on Maya Rudolph was terrible too. That's Lord Q. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised, uh, more people. It's probably just been so long ago that, but I remember at the time people being hot. I was
3: upset, Lord was, Q was
2: on the show. It was
3: like,
2: It was like, worst guest ever. <laughs> uh, best guest individual, Morgan P. Campbell, first heard him when he filled in for Bo on The Morning Jones. He's so knowledgeable on so many topics. I always feel like I learned something when he's on.
3: Yeah, folks love that Morgan P. Campbell. He Mm -hmm. getting Twitter crushes and everything for that voice.
2: Mudslinger, worst guess, uh, real Ange. Best guest Justin, most active fan, best best fan. Uh, I guess it's doing best feedback non chill because that was that's not a quality qual that's not one of the categories. I but
3: saying, if I, you if you heard Chill said that was when she made up y'all. That's yeah, not, that's not yeah. a
2: category. But uh, he put Shirley Wong Esquire, and uh, of course we got nothing but love for Shirley.
3: Yes, uh,
2: but yeah, that's not <laughs> that's not a category. He just <laughs> he just loved him so Shirley man, you can't blame him. Uh, Scarfinger says. Best impressions, Rod's Florida Evans, best guest individual, Rod's dad, best guest is a group, Scar and Sherry. Worst guest, Scarfinger. Seven hundred dollars nigga, L O L. So he nominated himself for worst guest. That's 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 new. Ah uh not really, but I skipped the show with fire because of the feedback. Funniest moment, what is uh let's see, um well he didn't get one for that. He just copied and pasted what funniest on was um best feedback participant not chill eddie Longstroke. best episode simping saturday best interview mike hitman best chill moment grilled cheese pussy all right all right <laughs> ah funniest moment rod and justin reenacting the chick who set herself on fire worst guest fire um this is from michael smith um and jason was the one who suggested the the chick on fire thing neil jordan says best guest individual justin's uh weekly occasionally co-hosting gig best guest group five starter boys but the four local podcasts are also brilliant um basically whenever 40 acres or the sandy check crew shows up best episode can't nominate just one so he has 107 keeping up with the jones first episode i really listened to that's the one with bo on it yes sir Uh, 115 suicide by animal 308-345, 308 345 The Pride Starter Podcast 94 258 The Four Loco Podcast 253 Spades and Re Niggers uh, 290 Black Nirvana 314 Orgasmo Quill 326 Motherfuckery 358 50 Shades of Blackness um, So yeah, he, he nominated it all. He said that's all I got for now. Well, that's quite a lot, my brother. Yes, if you think of some more, let us know. Best guest Brandon from Where's My 40 Acres from Dash best impression nation uh best impression rise impression of the walmart ladies voice episode 272 stars 59 minutes 12 seconds wow thank you uh meek meek mr green best guest larian for sure this dude got me rolling best argument Deidre versus larian episode 121 best guest from cyber soldier says uh his best guest is cyber soldier His best episode is the one he was on southern fried podcast so that's right you can nominate yourself out there podcasters y'all votes count too he was like i am confident and uh put me up there greg says best guess as a group was hot fire starter best guest individual morgan p campbell best impression rod is the apathetic girl who stole the girl scout cookie money
3: Oh, uh, i remember that yes hilarious
2: <laughs> best feedback participant non-chill keith from dallas and steven richards best argument brandon and chris versus feminist jones on twitter <laughs> yeah that never happened on the show but yeah they, they was on you uh, best interview Sarah J worst guest fire best guest individual from Isaiah says gotta be my boy the beard general Ty Diamond worst guest fire Best feedback for participant, Keith. Best interview, Keith and a girl. Best impression, Karen's Elmo, episode 385, around 143. Cool. Thank you for that minute mark. People have been suggesting it, but without the minute mark, we haven't really been able to do it. So we'll get that going. Best impressions, Rod is the woman who set herself on fire. Uh, Amanda gives the, the, the episode and the minute mark, three three 374, and it's, uh hour and 49 minutes in. Best guess is a group, Will and Justin. Uh, worst guest fire episode 317 girl on girl i think she's gonna win this one because she's definitely getting the most nominations yes she is funniest moment the real al green story episode 129 the whole al green story you and justin yes (laughs) i remember that best feedback participant non-chill steven richards best random thought ride on christmas addicts episode 318 the christmas addicts conspiracy and best chill moment uh chill tear, and fire a new one for being rude to rod i'll find that clip later so that's all the new nominations uh over the last week man make sure you get chores in uh we'll try to keep it open till mid january and then we'll go get all those clips and then we'll have us a good old time doing the um you know, doing the feedback episode, man. I, th- I think it's going to be fun. Me too. All right, man. We also had uh, an iTunes review. Let me do that before we get to the comments. Um We had one new iTunes review. Uh, I'm reading it because it's what, Karen? Five stars. Right. If it was four stars, would I be reading this? Nope. Exactly. I've come home, Dash the intellectually ratchet by critical thought in the south. <laughs> you know what he should have spelled it south s-o-u-f but i I i've come home y'all added to my classification system of the black experience in america here's my list and credit y'all for the fourth entry one homegrown it keeps it 100 eyes keeps it 100 that's homegrown okay ghetto nigga did rob parker write this ghetto nigga ah (laughs) Number two, uh I Keep It 100 Ghetto Niggas is the first one, okay? Uh Number two, organic, armchair revolutionary, academic. Number three, post-college, grown and sexy, bougie, negro. Number four, intellectually ratchet, non-Kool-Aid sipping, black. I've moved... <laughs> I moved between these classifications in my past 30 years, and I currently find my home along, among the intellectually ratchet. Shout out to the Hater Rossi Radio Show for introducing me to this superb indie media ratchetness in episode 324. Keep up the good quality ratchetness, and I will show my love through donations and spreading the word about your show. In the words of the immortal chill, blackout his nation, one love you missed a piece out though but that's fine all right so thank you um let's get to um the episodes for last week um mm-hmm. episode 393 was a white christmas and uh it was a feedback show We were ah. talking about a bunch of stuff um uh number one uh let's get to the comments on the show uh gabby Wrote in, and she says, hi, Rod and Karen. I apologize for the long voicemail and how it may have been misunderstood. To make it brief, I think both Chris Brown and Michael Vick should be punished for their crimes. I do not condone domestic violence, nor do I equate domestic violence with what Michael Vick did. Harming a person is, of course, worse than animal cruelty, and I say that as an animal lover. My comment was that Chris Brown was a young person who should be punished for hitting Brianna and he should get counseling for his anger issues. Vic did restitution and society still says he's a monster. My point is that it appears that society is quick to say that people of color cannot change for the better. That was my point. Both Brown and Vic are 200% wrong and I think that they can be better people in the future if they choose. Again, sorry for the long comment and voicemail, but I wanted to clarify my previous voicemail. Um yeah that's fine. I, I think that um mm-hmm. our my argument isn't necessarily that Chris Brown or Vic is worse than the other. Um I just think that one has paid restitution and if I'm going to be on somebody's side, if I have to be and say, "Hey man, ease off," it would be Mike Vic at this point cuz mm-hmm. he's actually serve time and, yep. and and show contrition and done all the charity things like at this point if you don't like mike vick you don't have to but you know you're you're definitely at this point the one who's uh decided like is there's really nothing he can do that will erase what yes, um, sir you know how you feel about him and, that, and that's absolutely fine that's you, you, that's, can, that's completely you got that valid. right but um i feel that way about chris brown mm-hmm. simply because uh he he hasn't shown any restitution. There's nothing not even perfectly. close to it. Mm-hmm. So lumping them in together to me is kind of like um, unfair because uh, that's we're not in this group of people that you're talking about that is like fuck Mike Vick and fuck Chris Brown. We're like no Mike Vick straight fuck Chris Brown. So we yes, see the distinction. We do. So you're preaching to the choir. Like we're not. Yeah, I don't know. Like I I, I, I don't know if you're just writing in to agree or not, but uh at any rate that we're we're with you we think chris brown um you know uh chris brown is not really even utilizing a second chance he's not even trying so Mm -hmm. uh that's why i'm still like fuck that guy i know it's so but yeah and uh thanks for clearing up because yeah your voicemail more sounded like you were kind of uh being really lenient towards chris brown and being like why don't people just ease off of chris brown and it's like no Cause it's different. That's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, he hit a person. Uh, Mike, I know it's, so. it's just is you know uh, it's just gonna it always dogs be different.
3: wrong too. But yeah, you hit a, a human being, dog. Yeah. come on. Like it is
2: worse. And uh, there's enough hate in my heart for both of them if I have to. You know. But uh, anyway, Mike says, "Woohoo! I got a shout out from Chill. That's Mike in London, M.A. Gray, esteemed author." Ali B says hi rod and karen okay so do you guys remember in coming to america with eddie murphy and arsenio hall looking for a queen the girl that is like i want to be a pop star and a rock star blah 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 that reminds that's what gabby reminds me of oh shit ha a bunch of ha. El- <laughs> oh and i agree chris brown is a piece of shit that needs to be put in jail it's like six exclamation points so alibi means that shit it's that serious all right, Um And I don't remember that specific po- I'm sure I remember it, the montage of them In the club trying to find a queen But I just don't remember that specific girl at the time Like I just need to see it again And I'll be like oh yeah I remember <laughs> Alright the poll for the show was Have you ever violently hit someone you were dating? Yes or no And I was shocked by the results of this poll mm-hmm. Uh We got a lot of votes Like over 100 votes for this poll And the the percentages remained About the same man 17 percent of people so that's like a fifth of our audience almost has violently hit somebody they were dating and 83 percent say no
4: that's
2: crazy one out of every five people that listen to this show who people that you would tend to think are um i wouldn't i mean like that Tend to think that well, it's, it's a kind of sophisticated audience and stuff. Like you know, they get humor, they get comedy, they get mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people will listen to the show to hear like a constructive relationship between a black male and a black woman and all this shit. And then it's like, and a fifth of us hit each other. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> got that going
3: oh, I laugh while I beat I beat her she messes up me while i listen to the black guy who
2: tips Doom Dragon says god damn it a fifth of the tip nation has been violent towards loved ones y'all dangerous Mr. French says ah! when you're a dude and it's a lady of course hitting is not an option if it's another dude of course it then mar- it, it then narrows down to circumstances a naked sword fight for example while violent your partner may enjoy it oh and then there's always BDSM hmm, okay uh big johnny ratchet says never 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 ever but i do like it when my girl slaps me a little (laughs) jay says i don't hurt girls marv uh dad says the fuck i can't believe the number of people who responded yes i grew up in a broken home i'd rather be single than be in a relationship when you feel the need to hit me or you want me to hit you i know it's so being that angry is exhausting all that yelling and screaming and hitting i lose my breath and sit down fuck all that and isaiah said no i actually like the chicks i date so yes it's just crazy man i guess none of the people that hit people wrote in so they know it's wrong <laughs> at <laughs> it least they like, got that i did it but i'm not commenting right no comment it's like do you hit people mm-hmm, but uh i ain't explaining why or what happened like y'all just gonna have to y'all just gonna have to live with this i know right um all right so the next episode we have amber p and from uh the black sexy geeky and mental podcast mm-hmm. um and uh we have my man brandon from where's my 40 acres yes, on sir. and um we talked about a bunch of stuff and amber accidentally tanked to end up ma- naming the episode good to know every day um she made the more you know but um all right so we got comments on the episode uh maurice says best buy is the option for me because we had a debate about going to best buy and selling video games versus GameStop. He said Best Buy is the option for me in regards to trading in games. I've gotten new games very cheap with trade-ins. I also heard that Kmart has good deals as well. And P says, Let's let's call what I did on this show a Shakespearean mashup. Not an out and out total fuck up mistake. Okay. All right. Twelfth night, and she Wikipedia's Twelfth Night. Uh Shylock, she sends a link to Wikipedia's Shylock. Merchant of Venice. Which is also a Wikipedia link. Now, it's feedback show, Amber. We don't have time to read all that. But for people that have the time and would like to know exactly how she mashed up her Shakespearean lore on the podcast and what it referenced to, mm-hmm. you can go click those links. I can't Get read all that on the feedback it. show. Where yes. The feedback show will be 17 hours and I'll have to be talking about, alas, poor Horatio and shit like that. And I just don't have it <laughs> in me. Not this morning. Uh the poll for the show was Best Buy or GameStop. Best Buy 72%. percent mm-hmm. GameStop 28%. And this is why I'm right. Keep telling people GameStop ain't shit, man. They've lowered the quality to the point because people are like, well, it's you know, it's a used game market. It has to be like that. Well, why isn't Best Buy like that? They don't have to be like that. Mhm. It doesn't have to be like that, man. We can demand to be treated like paying fucking customers. Yes. And then GameStop doesn't treat you well, man. So I'm not defending those niggas. Unless they start sponsoring this show, you won't hear me trying to tell you how great they are. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I know it's so. Yeah. Anyway, go to GameStop.com. Nah. Uh, (laughs) P. Andre Joseph says Best Buy. I like their price match program. Mr. French says, at Best Buy, you have less of a selection, though. There isn't the annoying dude behind the counter at GameStop who wants to provide you with details on the game you are buying, including boss battles, what to do on a level, such and such, etc. I just want to get what I'm getting and get out. Some people like talking to the dude behind the counter at GameStop. Some people actually think his input and feedback on the purchase is valuable. Hell, even philosophical. Yeah, well, some people still buy Dynasty Warrior games. Right. (laughs) Ha ha ha. This Dynasty War old game. It's just a terrible game. Oh, I just don't understand the people that go in there and want to talk to these motherfuckers. Like y'all ain't Why got no you friends. Got people
3: behind you. You looking like nigga? I just want to check the fuck out. Don't yeah. have a no fifteen minute conversation with
2: him. Get that nigga's Twitter and get the fuck out the store. I just want to buy Madden and leave. I'm not here for all this talking unlike y'all i do my research before i leave the house and yeah. don't come to debate
3: that's about like the comic book stores when we go to the comic book store how we have like the 50 year old geeky nerd with his <clears> glass <throat> on his hair all oily and slick back want to talk to that dude i'm like you know what move mister i just want to buy my new issue of the walking Dead and get the fuck
2: out yeah the Fawn says well they're both equally annoying but i'm going with best buy because i may pick up an album for the car ride Dad says, after the greatness that Karen was talking about, I need to take my shit to Best Buy. I just turned in Red Dead Redemption, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, and Assassin's Creed 3. The game was released October 30th this year. On November 29th, I guess is when he turned it in. I did so that I can put it on my Grand Theft Auto 5 hold. That shit came up to about $50. I damn near cried. I proceeded to drown my sorrows in boneless shrimp. <laughs> Sterling says, uh Best Buy is better than GameStop just off the sheer fact that they don't shove a whole bunch of bullshit down your throat. Yeah, like, that's the other thing that's kill- killing GameStop now is, like, whatever they, the script they give these guys when you check out is just so fucking pushy. It turns you off. Like, no one, no one, like, especially on a purchase that you know what you want. Like, people aren't walking into GameStop. Trying to often. buy a used car. Because that's, yeah. kind of,
3: that, for real, they teach you like, you, you know how it works when you're going to use cars, still a lot, and, and I think that, honestly, I think GameStop, um, pushes their employees to do this you can't tell me they they don't when they sit down and go through that shit they was like look yeah, y'all, obviously y'all they got do. to push yeah. because you know when you go to a used car lot they be like hey 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 you know what this car right here you know you like this model would you like upgrade you know would you like it to have air conditioning would you like it to have four tires what else would you like on it would you like you be like you know what nah i'm, I'm good i, I don't want to have to sit here and go through a thing you're not you know approving my credit for this video game i'm coming up already with money in hand
2: not just that but uh, the kind of person that buys video games like this you leave the house informed like you're not leaving the house uninformed of what you want uh, if
3: you so do you're stupid but yeah you do, do that and
2: games are just expensive enough that you're not walking out the house with like seven hundred dollars and going well if you could convince me to buy a playstation 3 like this is not how it works so like you go there and you're like i want to get i don't know call of duty You're not going, I want to get Call of Duty and maybe Halo 4. I could be talked into getting Assassin's Creed, possibly. Like, you're not walking out the house that way, so... It's just it's a it's such a futile effort, and it makes me feel like I have to be defensive every time I walk into a GameStop. Like oh, I I got to debate this guy on why I don't want to spend my money on some other shit, and it's too it's too much pressure. Yeah. Like Karen said, it's the used car salesman like pressure that they're putting on you. That,
3: that's how I feel. It's one it's one of them things. So I don't know if y'all have ever been to a used car. Well, most people have, but you know it's one of them things. When you go to the used car lot and you looking for a car and you try not to get a nigga eye contact when he floating around right. the car like like a creep you know like, don't give don't give out contact, contact he gonna come over here don't look at, don't look at him kids
2: shit here right. comes um so it says it's so rare to find a store full of passionate GameStop stop employees but not so passionate that they'll talk to you out of talk you out of every seller or judge you for wanting a certain game yeah that's the thing mm-hmm. they, they sit in there and debate each other all day and they i've they've literally talked me out of buying stuff before i'm like that's not helping your company dude Mm-hmm. um so yeah best buy one or
3: either you'll actually have a game i think this is happening Roger. Right before you you have a game but consider having a game they'll tell you how bad the shit is you like nigga? do you want my money or not right you're trashing the game that i'm they trying to
2: purchase they can't help themselves um we also had episode 395 uh, uh stray bullets are uh, attracted to success um with uh straight out of low cash crew on with us um check out their podcast um it says uh cameron b writes in great show i love listening to the straight out of low cash guys they were hilarious and i also have to agree with you guys on sinbad that nigga was funny as hell don't know what movies you like him in but one of my favorites my sister and i would watch was the cherokee kid though it was corny it still had some good laughs in it great show keep up the good work and karen keep up them tanks tanks so hard them (laughs) tanks cray so um (laughs) i don't know what my favorite sinbad movie is i I mean like his movie i like his stand up more than his movie career um but i mean i've watched some sinbad movies Mm -hmm. i think like the first kid i watched um obviously media man i I watched that um i and and then of course man you, you can't forget different world man like that's where everybody knew Sinbad from yes sir first but uh yeah i I don't know exactly you know what movie role i would pick as my favorite like i just wasn't a huge fan of his acting career i just thought his stand-up was uh superb and people should check it out because he's a comics comic in my opinion yes he is uh let's see did rob parker have a good point about rg3 this was the, the 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 poll for the show and uh, you know, I, I know that uh my man Daryl did game, was kinda on some well, he might have a kinda the kinda the same point. Now I don't know if he was just trying to be funny and then found out like, oh no, nah, this nigga's being serious or what but you know, I figure like a lot of black people feel that that it's it's a discussion to be had about what kind of black person somebody is if they dates a white woman if they vote republican yeah, if it's old. they speak a certain way if they drive you know like so there's uh their hair stuff like that mm-hmm. so there's uh, a lot of black people who feel like that's a valid discussion i don't i think me either
3: who i think if it it's
2: fuck yeah I, yeah i think if it's more than if it's anything more than comedic premise i don't want to talk about it because it's stupid to me yes like it's funny like it can be funny even those jokes even those jokes can be hacked but it can be funny in some instances if you frame it right Mm -hmm. but just this idea of walking around like you know RG3 must be a sellout or something it just seems forced
3: yep and not funny
2: so we played the clip on the show we we'll probably play it again tomorrow when we have uh robin Keown, mm-hmm. um from the now defunct atypical sports podcast um it says did rob parker have a good point about rg3 yes no or maybe but not on national tv i wanted to give that one because i know a lot of black people felt like well it's not so much that i disagree with the point i just don't think espn is the platform to have this discussion um, and personally I do not I I I just think that's a a, a hack discussion that shouldn't be had. But yes, okay. Sir. Um yes, seven percent of people say yes. Rob Parker had a point about RG3. Uh eighty-seven percent of people say no, and then seven percent of people say maybe, but not on national TV. So um they were more worried about the venue. Let's check out check out the comments. People had a lot to say about this. Mr. French says A lot has been said about this, and really, Rob Parker has a history of making comments that cause controversy. That's why he's on ESPN. Is, is asking Doctor Cornell West what he thinks about President Obama. People already know what he's going to say. Yeah, and I've always said this about ESPN: it's kind of insidious how they outsource the racial elements of their topics to bring in black guy, have black guy say yes. inflammatory things, and then have white people react to it. You know, that's kind of that thing they did it. uh Even with Stephen A. being on the payroll, it mm. still was that thing where it's like, okay, we're going to say something bad about black people. In three, two, one, Stephen A. say it. You know. Mm. Um, so, uh, oh, RG three, I can appreciate that. He's a good football player. I don't care about his political views and that there's nothing wrong. RG three wanted with RG three wanted to be the best at what he does. I agree with Parker there, but then he suggests that RG three is somehow not a legitimate black man because he's a Republican and has a white fiance. Who the hell is Parker to grant blackness to anybody? I can understand the annoyance with people like Tiger Woods saying I'm mixed with this or that. Yeah, because he was like, first of all, I don't necessarily understand that annoyance, but. Me either. Second of all, um, Rob Parker was saying, like, um, well, it's, we don't know that RG3 considers himself black. Look at, um, look at Tiger Woods, but it's like, RG3 doesn't have that. an asian mother that he would be basically disavowing by saying i'm black and that's it you know so Mm -hmm. that you know don't don't like it just even playing that card the logic was was foul right Mm -hmm. there Mm mm-hmm um tiger woods may not claim to be black but that was that was sure enough some nigger shit he pulled when he was married well sir i don't think infidelity is is
3: nigger shit i think that's (laughs) that's everybody's shit
2: yeah i don't think that 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 is uh resides his melanin content
3: my thing is even with tiger woods i don't give a fuck what he claims to be either
2: right right i agree um oh like the thing with tiger woods has always been like Race doesn't really matter what you think. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the problem with America. It doesn't get... No one gives a fuck what you call yourself. Like, they... they It's really just more of a reality check. Like, you do know you black, right? And he's like, nah, I'm Kabbalan Asian. All right, then. You don't... Yeah, you just need to
3: walk away. You can't yeah. Make- like,
2: you don't have to believe it. Believe what you want to. But... If you get pulled over in South Carolina after the midnight, they, they, they gonna be racist to you just like they racist to me. And that's really what black means to a lot of people is the inclusiveness of feeling the, the struggle, the oppression, the, the Ooh. system, like. To that, that is what a lot of people mean when they say, "Well, this person doesn't think they're black," and they get offended. And what they mean is, "Well, this person doesn't feel like they identify with the negativity of, of of my experience in this country."
3: And that might not be a true statement. People just make that assumption because right. they don't come out and say they're black.
2: Right. Um, I bet you felt like a nigga when all that shit came down upon him. He had pay out all those millions. Uh well if he, he really felt, felt
3: like a man that cheated and had to pay his wife money.
2: Right. And if he really would have felt like a nigga, then um he wouldn't never had those millions. It's still American people. Oh. he is in a position where he is universally liked. that is until he does something bad to a dog or a cat or cheat on his fiance being that she's white america would be outraged or blow up cheese processing plant being universal being universally liked means endorsements commercials it means money i don't buy into that uh, into the idea that just because he's popular right now he's very talented as an athlete and seems intelligent that he's somehow not black or black enough yeah, Mr. French, I understand complex nuances of, your, of what you're trying to get into. Um, I don't necessarily agree with all the stuff you're saying, mm-hmm. but uh, the general gist of uh, it's not about black checking RG3, I can't agree with that part. Um I don't know that there's any, if he cheats on his fiance there's going to be any extra outrage because she's white. Mm-mm. Uh I've never seen his fiance. Most of us never seen. Most of us didn't know she was white until sure that. Sure didn't.
3: I didn't even know he was engaged. Shit sucked. Because i just be like, hey, you on my fantasy football team or not, nigga? You either. You you got 45 points. My Roger whipped my ass. That's all I care about. I don't care about That's you, right. your wife. Whoop
2: that ass. Now, um, <laughs> and also, you know, honestly, the kind of person that knows he has a white fiance either already cares about that shit or they don't ain't that the truth like because i would never know that because i don't give a fuck but the kind of, but art but rob parker knowing about it is said something about hell more than me
3: yeah you like i don't want to you know you're searching for obscure shit
2: yeah obscure shit okay. Um,
3: Eps- uh, uh, my bad <laughs> <it's all
2: right. laughs> isaiah says i don't see why rg3's blackness needs to be checked if rg3 wasn't black enough does that null- nullify his talent or something right because it's not even like the question they asked was like, so, he black, right? I'm like, come on, man. Why are you forcing it?
3: Yep. But like I said, that has nothing to do. Like, and, and my thing, the whole, that has, and I think the thing that upsets me, and it's kind of upsets me a little bit about just ESPN, what did that have to do with his sports performance? You're like, yeah. nothing. Why are we even talking about this?
2: It's a slow Friday. Very. Sp- Space Mountain says, I think he has the right to ponder the question with his make-believe friends he talks to from D.C., So, you know, if he wants to, like, in casual conversation, away from a mic, say, hey, y'all think RG3 is black enough? He feels like that's a valid conversation. Um, And for the record, I don't. I don't. I feel like it's stupid. Like I said, if it's anything more than a comedic premise... I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hell no. Nah. he shouldn't be on TV and the point was the exact opposite of good. It's 2012. What cause is he down with? The only cause I see him and Stephen A. Sawshoe on this is belittling black athletes and protecting Skip Master in, uh, RG3, if RG3 is Republican engaged to a white woman, how does that make him a cornball or less black? If anything, dating a white woman probably makes him more black in some people's eyes. Mm hmm. Dig game. And shit, (laughs) with them newfound millions in this Obama economy, he better be trying to pay lower taxes. And the Tiger comments gets me. Black people expect him not to recognize he has a Thai mother and shit and act like he can't be both. I like how Rob Parker acted like he just uh, leveled a a new Black Panther Party meeting and made himself the authority on who is black. Rob Parker, go suck all of Chills' dicks. (laughs) Reggie says, Rob has a point. I have seen two interviews when RG3 has answered a question about black quarterbacks by steering the conversation away from race. He didn't want to be compared to Cam. He doesn't want to be defined by the color of his skin. It's not always a negative to be compared to, to a black quarterback. Uh What's the problem with being compared to a quarterback that had the best rookie season ever when you were still a rookie? You can't be compared to a Super Bowl winning Aaron Rodgers when you've only played eight games. Why does RG3 feel... So wait a minute, Reggie. That makes you racist. So he can't be compared to Super Bowl winner Aaron Rodgers after only eight games? But he can be compared to a black quarterback? Why? Because black quarterbacks can't win Super Bowls? You racist son of a bitch, Reggie. How dare you call up here with your racism? It's sad, man. You can be anything you want to be. Put your mind to it. Why does RG3 feel uh, anyone is defining him by the color of his skin when they ask him a question about black quarterbacks? Because they are? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like, if you ask me a question about black podcasters, you are kind of saying it is a difference between being like, you know, black podcasters, uh, right uh, do such and such. And black podcasters do that. And black pod, what do you think about the black podcasters? If it, at some point it is kind of like, hey nigga, I am also just a podcaster and, uh, my show is competing with these white shows. And when you look on Stitcher Radio, you look at those rankings, we're not just ahead of only black people. And there's no blacklist, so. and there's a mm, like so. I ain't RG no, I
3: ain't no all black stitcher. Everything we included with everybody,
2: right? So RG three is making that point to them, which is which
3: is look at me in a bigger sense. Just don't compare me only to
2: black. Yeah, like blacks. you're being myopic by saying i'm gonna ask you all the black questions it's like ask me the same fucking questions you would ask aaron Rodgers. ask me the same fucking questions you would ask brett Favre. ask me the same questions that you would ask anybody and don't just turn this into so rg3 cam newton randall cunningham doug williams like come on man i, I can talk about anything and also the thing is is
3: that they're gonna interviews all the time who knows this might be the hundredth time he was asked this particular question you know what i mean like yeah. a lot of times people don't consider that they just get clips and quotes and assume that it's your first
2: time being asked this question yeah the other thing too that's weird about it is at the time that they were trying to compare him to cam newton cam newton was playing like shit mm-hmm. like nobody wants to bring up that mm-hmm. part where he was they were like so you're like cam newton it's like oh not that nigga not right now like he like it was one of those like are y'all trying to because they're you know they were shit like here's the thing about cam newton and why you don't want to be compared to him people love to shit on cam new yes they do now we're not saying it's right i think it's absolutely wrong i think they're looking further into it and they want to criticize him and part of it is because he's a black quarterback yes and i think all rg3 is saying is i don't want to go through that because y'all treat that man like shit shit.
3: and no matter and not to get off topic but no matter what he does i don't care what the fuck he does positive or negative somebody's gonna come with some bullshit went to the pro bowl everybody talks about how bad and terrible he was it was like fuck he can't do anything without somebody having comments about it and 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 the thing is that i know he's not perfect and i'm not saying that he's perfect but it's one of them things like it's almost like he hasn't done anything to merit all this anger other than you 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 don't like the fact that um he got drafted number one. You don't like the fact that I know here in Charlotte a lot of people were angry about Andrew Luck and they still want Andrew Luck. And it gets to the point where sometimes you go, Okay, a lot of a lot of this hatred has nothing to do with his quarterback. It's just racial. And that's something that people are not talking about. But a lot of the hatred is.
2: Yeah. Like they applauded that man for not getting tattoos. Yes. That's really all I gotta say about that shit. Um but anyway um the fact that he is so resistant to the comparisons make me wonder why i haven't heard enough about him to know the answer and neither has rob that's why rob said it raised a red flag he didn't question rg3's blackness uh yes he did he called him a cornball brother reggie Mm -hmm. so you know that's that's actually not true i i love how people try to frame the shit where they pretend to be ignorant when we all saw the same clip we all saw the same show but somehow it's like no nah, see the way it was it's not like he questioning his blackness he just saying is he a cornball brother or a real brother that ain't questioning blackness well you're not questioning his fucking relation to him because he's not actually his brother i think we get the motherfucking point I let's know, not be so- stupid let's not be stupid in order to try to, to slide in this little uh bullshit he questioned the man's blackness he black checked him on national tv and it's fucking despicable and i'm glad that the dude got uh suspended and i hope he gets fired ain't nothing black in unemployment wrong oh, yes yeah he
3: should have of course
2: he got suspended he should have. nothing black in unemployment he see you on have. the corner
3: and my thing i know uh i know at the end of the clip they said Stephen a smith but i'm serious if Stephen a smith gives you the side eye, nigga you have stepped a line
2: yeah we'll see you on the the corner my nigga fuck that rob uh fuck that nigga rob says sterling the tickler says this is some motherfucking bullshit man fuck this nigga when is the last time they analyzed a white athlete's life and lifestyle to this extent let that man live and be the qb greatness he can be i know it's so it's just crazy because nobody it's like people can't talk about a black quarterback with immediately going to he black y'all like, we can see this right you know this it's like we have to get into discussion because america doesn't deal with race well so at all it's like we're never gonna not have this discussion all right um let me um play some voicemails we got a lot of them uh all of them are under three minutes so that's good
3: yes thank you guys
2: um we appreciate the people that follow instructions Yeah, uh, i know a lot of niggas do not like in following instructions and you know they would rather be uh you know doing anything but but uh we appreciate those of you that did follow the instructions. Let me see if I can play this.
5: Hey, Rod. I'm Karen. Um, little podcast. Uh, all you stoners out there, to get away with smoking and work, just be overproductive and overexceed. If anybody asks you something, come home look at your numbers. Holler
2: okay so he called to give advice to people that do drugs while working um there's uh not something we support on the show at but all. uh mm-hmm. you know, feel free to do whatever you want to do it's not how we can stop you um all right uh next voicemail
6: Good evening, Rod and Karen. This is Stephen Richards out of Beaumont, South Carolina. I'm finally caught up on your shows, uh, well, somewhat. Anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know, um, I don't know who in the hell won that Stitcher Award, but I tell you what, you guys deserve to win the damn thing, and I don't understand how in the hell that that, that you guys couldn't win. I tell you what, you guys deserve to win to me. I tell you, your winners are my book. Let me tell you. Look, when I first started listening to this damn podcast, look, look now, now I never my my mind was a little bit closed, if you know what I mean. Now I was around a certain sect of individuals that had certain belief systems and uh moral incompetencies and impotences, if you know what I mean. <laughs> what? Uh, but anyway, I just want to let you guys know, you guys opened up my mind to a whole lot of damn things, and I just want to wish you guys happy holidays and all that right there. And to all those guys who nominated uh, old Steven Richards for for the damn award or uh, feedback or something like that, hey, hey, I appreciate you guys. And, I, I, hey, I'm just calling in. I'm just calling in. I know I sound crazy sometimes. I'm just calling in being who the hell I am. You know what I'm saying? Now, Mama Richards raised a fool. She told me she raised a fool. And that's all I can be. But, anyway, you guys have a good night. and I thank you. All
2: right. Thank you, uh, Stephen Richards, for uh, calling in. We appreciate it, man. We um, do. Got another voicemail here.
6: Hello, Rod and Karen. This is Stephen Richards out of Beaumont, South Carolina. I, I tell you what, I'm sure i am glad that you guys... Uh you know guys they weren't really mad at me. But anyway, man, I, I tell you what, I was listening to your feedback show and I tell you what, man, you sure were mad, I tell you. But you know what? I agree with you. I agree with you, Ed Karen, you know, people out here hitting women and everything like that. Now if you want to beat somebody, now you come and try to fight old Stephen Richards or something like that. Now, if you want to fight women, you better come and try to fight me, and I tell you, I put my, I put your ass on the ground. I put your ass on your back. I tell you that. I tell you, I tell you that guy who called in and uh, talking about beating women on the show and all that, talking about equals and all that bullshit. I tell you what, women are the fair sex, all right? Women are the fair sex. Now they're fair and they're beautiful. You know, they have nice, soft parts that I like to mm-hmm. hold and. And Me too, love Steve. And Me too. Squeeze and, especially black women, because, you know, you go, oh, Lord have yeah. mercy. My goodness. I tell you, I tell you, boy, black <laughs> women are sure up? some of the most beautiful creatures on earth. Lord have mercy. Yes, <laughs> they are. Now, now, but anyway, getting back, I'm, I'm, I'm digressing right here. am digressing <laughs> got if, if that's a word or, or not. But I tell you what, you guys want to come in here and talk about women are equal, and you want to fight women and all that stuff like that, I tell you what, if anybody tried to lay a hand on my mother or my wife or or, 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 or if I had a daughter or my daughter, I tell you what, I'd put both my feet in their ass at the same damn time. I tell you what, it's kind of like that that guy, Future, at the same damn time. uh, I would put my foot in your ass at the same damn time. Well, anyway, man, that didn't really go. That didn't really, uh... Jail together how I wanted to, but you, you get the idea, yeah, I
4: tell you did,
6: what, uh, I was just listening to your show, I said, woo, woo, sure <laughs> getting mad about this damn this damn uh, women beater talk shit, but you know what, I, I damn sure agree with you there, buddy, I damn sure agree with you, and uh, I just want oh. to let you know that,
3: but anyway, Steven Richards signing out, y'all guys have a good one.
2: Too, Steven Richards. We appreciate the call, bro Yeah,
3: uh, uh he's on Twitter now for those of you that don't know that. Yeah, he's
2: at I think he's at I Steven Richards, so I follow him. Um Me too. And uh it's the same shit on Twitter, so <laughs> you can follow him, uh check him out. All right, next one. Hey Ross, hey Karen, this is
5: suburban
6: black man. Oh, great. Hey, I got a question for you guys. It seemed like you guys turned into Republicans
5: on me.
2: Mm-hmm. Last
5: time I uh, left a message, it went into the fact that you guys were saying something that I'm an abuser, or I or my last message was saying to beat women. Yeah. You guys totally spun that like a Republican does. Thanks. Or like the Republicans do to Obama.
6: Mm-hmm. If you go back and listen to the message, didn't say that at all. Okay. It was saying that woman abuse should be treated the same as if two men beat each other. You shouldn't treat it any special. The media shouldn't treat it any special. Neither should uh,
5: the laws. That's what I was saying.
2: And I'm saying you wrong.
5: Well, yep. enjoy you your show. Uh, always enjoy your show. You guys have a good show.
2: Look, man. Bye. Here's the thing. Bye, that I, here's all the only thing we're saying. Stop beating your woman. All right? If you can find a woman, take your hands off of her. You probably did this voicemail with your hands around a woman's throat just to make yourself feel more powerful enough to dial the phone numbers. How about that, nigga? You call it a comedy podcast and we might spin your shit into something funny because you know what? The shit you're saying is not fucking funny and it's not informative and it's not adding anything to the motherfucking show. So I have to turn this dud of a motherfucking call into something good. That's what we do. So if you want to call up here and make the case for why beating women ain't special and if it's truly equality, then the law needs to do this, which is not what you said on the voicemail, by the way. But if that's what you want to spin it into... Then we got to turn around and make that funny because that shit is lame and we don't and we don't believe in that. Even if you feel like, well, it's not special. That's just like the whole, um, you know, well, I, I just think everybody should be equal. I don't believe in racism and that's why, you know, there shouldn't be affirmative action. Right. That's the same argument. Now, that is a Republican argument. Like what you're making is a Republican argument. Right. Everyone's equal, regardless of social dynamics, regardless of reality, regardless. Everybody's equal. Just treat. Let's not pretend that women aren't on the whole, uh, the weaker physically of the sex. Let's just not pretend that. You know, let's not have special conditions for children. Let's not pretend that they're like, nah. if you're going to, uh, physically, uh, uh beat somebody who, on the whole, we know is not stronger than you. And also I like how you took out the whole, uh, you know, what if they're trying to uh, fight you? It might not be a fight. It's a fucking assault. You know, it's, it's, it's like, uh, you took that out this time, but last time it was, you know, she got a gun or some shit like that. Like, nah, dog, listen. I feel that you're, you know, you want to beat some women and you would like our blessing. And we're just not going to give it to you, man. Oh,
3: no, we don't condone that. Mm-mm. Yeah,
2: you beat women. I feel like you should be treated even worse. All right. That makes you the scum of the earth, man. Now stop beating women and just enjoy the podcast. Okay. And we're going to continue to make these jokes about you. As long as you try to keep trying to act like being a woman is is no different than two niggas fighting at the gym. But it's not, though. Like it's not You're in a relationship with somebody Keep your motherfucking hands to yourself Y'all niggas really can't keep your hands to yourself 20% of our audience can't keep their motherfucking hands to themselves You learn that shit in like third grade Kindergarten even The fuck is wrong with y'all
3: yeah let's self defense or some shit like that good, good. but with a woman most of the time like what I just say most of the time she ain't coming at you most of the time she ain't scrambling your eggs right so you popped in the eye right now, them the incidents that happen and she woke you up from your sleep so you decide to you know beat her upside the head it, it, it ain't that extreme shit
2: all I'm saying is that that's lame homie and you sound like a lame and if you don't like that shit then stop fucking defending beating women or trying to make it some type of equality argument it's like niggas always want to be equal with that kind of shit right that's when we want equality well you can fuck a woman up i mean this is the same as a man right they want to be equal right oh you took that part out this time right when you was remember when you was repeating they want to be equal right they say they want the same rights you sound like a fucking chauvinist douchebag. that's how you sound to me dog and i don't roll with that so we can't be friends and we can't be cool so yeah thanks for calling the show thank you
6: Yo, what's up, Rod and Karen? This is your boy Fell Five Man. Um, I was listening to you guys conversation dealing with um video games and GameStop. And you know, I actually worked at GameStop and I could I could, you know, give you some insight as to why, you know, motherfuckers were assholes. Uh well, I was actually assistant manager when I was there, and the amount of shit that you have to do, you know, makes it to the point where when you when, when a customer even walks in, at least my store, and, and plus, my store was on the nigga side of town, too. So, it was also doubly fucked up. And you got nine out of ten niggas coming in there. Hey, call y'all got that new motherfucker, man. Cole, hey. Hey, man. Man, goddamn, man. Y'all ain't got that new man, man. Shit. And then you got just... <laughs> you got this stankin' ass nerd who looks like he ain't bathed and well smells like he ain't fucking bathed in 13 and a half weeks coming up there to ask for the one goddamn version of Pokemon that no one ever fucking has. And then, like, the company doesn't tell you shit about what's going on with the specials. Motherfuckers come up there with coupons and shit. And it's like, okay, okay, nigga, I don't know how to even do this, man. It's like, my manager knew nothing about video games. This motherfucker knew nothing about video games. Matter of <laughs> fact, he was just like some dude who just came from Walmart, and they just hired him. Uh He was about as non-nerd as you can get. But anyway, oh yeah, as far as the fucking video games, we had motherfuckers... You know, I used to have a badass attitude, too. I'm, I'm getting to you the shit. Because we had motherfuckers come up there that did not have, I mean, well, these niggas didn't have the cases to their games. I mean, I know that doesn't too much matter. And then you also have motherfuckers, me. like, there was a Walmart right behind the GameStop store. Mm-hmm. So motherfuckers would be stealing games from Walmart
4: <gasps> and bringing
6: them shits up to us,
4: mm-hmm. trying
6: to trade them bitches in. Long story short. The store that I used to work at is about to fucking close because the the theft ring was just horrendous. I had to quit because I got robbed. Mm -hmm. I mean, the shit just wasn't worth it. But anyway, that's my take on the shit. All right,
4: peace.
3: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Karen. Um, uh, Roger's uncle Carlos used to work at the GameStop on the hood side of town here in Charlotte, and I remember one time he actually told us about uh, about working there. And he was he would say um, like whenever he would uh, get off of work, how he would be scared and paranoid, and how he would um. You know, uh, be sure he drive like 50 miles an hour to be sure, you know, nobody robbed him. I think he said one time somebody actually attempted to actually rob the store one time yeah. while he was actually there and, and stuff like that. And I was like, why are you still working there? Why?
2: Yeah, Um. here's the thing, though, um, that I would say is, is he's not felt five that's not you're not the problem like you're not Whoa. the kind of person i'm talking about i'm talking about the people when we talk about like the only thing i would say is part of the problem is GameStop accepting games in those conditions that's really where the yes. game got fucked up for them like once they started saying look i don't care if it's scratched don't check it i don't care if it doesn't have a case or a book fuck it just take it we'll put it in a case we'll write whatever the game name is on front of it and we'll sell the shit and it's a basically a piece of shit that when someone gets at home it's not gonna work. It has a very low chance of working. So you lower the quality of the product in the store and all of a sudden people are like, I don't wanna shop here. This place ain't shit. And you got crackheads coming in the door selling fucking games because yep. they know that y'all don't give a fuck. And y'all, and basically the way that they, I know it's not up to you. I'm just saying y'all is an industry mm-hmm. GameStop. Um, so all of a sudden GameStop is just lowering the price of how much they will pay for a game. And And it's like choice. Yeah, but it's like that's not the solution. Having a high quality product and is better than just having uh, a cheap ass piece of shit game for a nickel that won't work. It's basically a coaster when I get home. So I think that's what I got annoyed with because I'm a grown ass man and I want my. When I pay for shit, I like the for it to to work that's my expectation um so yeah i feel you though that it's not it's not a great job i'm not even making that argument them niggas get robbed all the time Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of game stops now in the hood yes Um, they
3: are and a lot of times it has to do with the fact that when they were in those nice areas people's like i spent too much money for i think we like one game stop in the nice side of town over there near um off are, road. Are, yeah mm-hmm. that's the only one the rest of them in the hood like line. they've been robbed because you go by there they got the metal bars that you strap down and lock up cuz niggas been crashing their cars we had one game somebody like crashed their car and stole every damn thing
2: yeah well like i said man i, I just think that it, it, the, I'm not saying they had the best clientele, but the clientele definitely went down because yes, they, beca- they became the hood game store, which is up to them. That's their, that's on them for being the hood game store. All right, next voicemail.
6: You're riding care fell 5 again. I know I'm not supposed to be calling back in uh talking about the same topic, but yo, I just had to say one thing. Fuck GameStop. Uh, I'm going to Best Buy from now on. Even though I worked at that motherfucker, because those motherfuckers, they don't give a shit about their employees. And, um, yeah. Like I said, I got robbed over there and those sons of bitches put a unarmed security guard out front for a week. And then after that, it was just like business as usual. So yeah,
4: Hmm.
6: fuck GameStop and go to Best Buy to trade your games. in. this is coming from a former GameStop employee. Matter of fact, can a motherfucker be the official
2: former GameStop employee of the podcast? Yes, Anyway, you can. That's all I got to say. Peace.
3: Peace. Peace. And then he was unarmed. Ain't like you put somebody up there that could do shit, so now we're going to get robbed with an extra motherfucker up here with us.
2: Right. It's going to be us and the security guard getting robbed. Yeah. Thanks, GameStop. We're going to
3: beat, beat you with that plastic flashlight. Next ma'am. Hello, Rod and Karen. This is the tweeter
0: formerly known as Nick the Jew. Hey. G. Now I'm Nick the Jew, other places. Uh, I just wanted to call in to break my silence, let everybody know I'm yet living and chilling and doing good. Thank you to everybody who has reached out to me since my Twitter side to get them haters anyway. Um, I did have a very important question for both of you. First of all, Rod, since we don't follow each other on Twitter anymore, yeah. do we still go together? And Karen, I'm mm. not on Twitter representing, but I'm still riding real hard for Team Epic Nap, so I hope I'm still down with both of y'all. And, you know, I've just been out here trying to dodge these punches to the face because, I just want equality and equal rights and equal pay and stuff. And you know, you have to be down like a man. But otherwise, you're doing really great. Congratulations on the Stitcher nomination. You're always going to be a Stitcher Award-nominated podcast. Much love to everyone out in the Black Eyed Who Kicks Nation. Love you all very much, Amber. I'm glad you've corrected Joe Shakespearean paints and
3: I love
2: you so much for it. Uh, you know, that's pretty much it. All right, have a good one. Bye. Uh, bye, sweetie. Uh, so, Karen, is she still in Team Epic Nap? Glad she's no longer on Twitter.
3: Oh, she will forever be. And um, just know that you and Rod still go together because... He still follows you and you still follow him even though your account is not active because I can still tweet you. I still at you mm-hmm. when I'm, yeah. you know, talking to Reggie and things like that. So even though I know you can't see him, you still, I, I still love you, girl. I, I, you know, you're my boo forever.
2: Exactly, Nick Jill. I know you're not in the chat room, so you can't see this on the camera. But uh, <laughs> me and you will never part, okay? Forever. All right, next one. Next uh, Next voicemail.
6: Yo, Rob, man, it's J Rod, man. What up, J Rod? Jam Boy 75. motherfucker from Phoenix. I
2: know who you is, nigga. You
6: know, hey, I love the show, man. As you can tell, I'm a fan, I'm a big fan. But I got a question, and I know you told me this on Twitter, but dude, could you please put up the song lyrics for whatever song you rapping at the beginning? Because most of the time I get them, but some of them, man, they just be having me out of the loop, and like I can get the melody, but I can't remember the song, man. So please. Please, if you can, it's possible, right? can tell him, it's possible. Can you please just put that in the show notes for me? That's all I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. And about the machete thing, about your comics, your jokes, man, I wasn't... Clearly, I'm not a crazy person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no. You know, I'm an educated black man. I'm still in school, so... Clearly, I don't think that way, obviously, you know, but... Um. Yeah, man. That's
2: all. I, that's all I really got to ask for. Coming live from the south side. You dig? All right, man. Peace. Um. All right, J. Rod. Here's the thing. No, I'm not putting what song the fucking lyrics for the opening part of the show is. Stop trying to make me work you put, harder. You
3: put the songs up there, right?
2: No. He's no. He's talking about like when we start the show. It's like. You know, balls are hard, that shit crack. Hey, oh. welcome to the Blackout Tills. Mm. I'm not doing that, nigga. It's we too much got, work. We ain't got no, put like this. I don't have enough to do. I have a full-time motherfucking job, you, nigga. You, and this shit, which is by far the most consistent podcast that most of y'all listen to. Fuck no. And I'm, I'm not doing the extra shit. I don't have the fucking time.
3: And I'm going to tell y'all this. I I don't know why people think we got a crew full of imaginary people back here assisting us. We don't. We, we don't have producers, we don't have editors, we don't have camera guys, none of that stuff. We also, listen,
2: How you know how many motherfuckers record a show and the shit don't be up for a week? Or uh, two, or uh, never come out? Hello. Nigga, do you know how many motherfucking people are like yeah uh we record the podcast uh i'm not putting anything in the show notes i'm just gonna say i talked to so-and-so we had a great time mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of shit that we do already man no i'm not doing that shit and it's part of the mystery of the show and it's part of what's fun either you know the lyrics so you don't or one day you just be listening to a random song you go oh shit i know that also what the fuck is no that part of the lyrics gonna do for you it's that going to make your life better. you going to be able to get a job now. No, you are not going to graduate in lyricism. Just motherfucking enjoy the show. Don't I don't want to have to work extra fucking more harder than we already got them do. That's all. Chill out, baby. We I know love you love me you. on Twitter, man, but come on, chill out. We love you. All right? I'm not following you back. Yeah, you still act kind of crazy. I know you want to be down, but you're a little overzealous. Just fall back. Fall back, nigga. Get over me. I need my space. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can't read.
7: <laughs> Yo, Rod Karen, it's your boy Mudro, man. Uh, I just wanted to say, and y'all have a great show. Y'all are like the best. And um, based on uh, your show, the last show, you can get viruses on your cell phone, but it's mainly like for Android on Android phones. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm getting a little geeked out. Because there was a situation where the the one of my coworkers got fired and he turned in all of his electronic equipment and his tablet, which had Android on it, and his cell phone, which had Android on it, and his computer were littered in porn and viruses because he was just out there. Without his Trojan on, <laughs> oh shit, out there on the internet.
2: Getting so, his trojan you know, on. Keep
7: that in mind. Uh, the apples really don't get viruses because they really don't create those viruses for Apple phones and and Macintosh operating systems. So just a little narr- just a little nerd up, but I uh, just want to let y'all know that y'all are the best and y'all just keep it up and y'all just keep the laughs coming. Holla, this is Boy Metro. Peace. Peace. Peace.
3: And And also, um, I was listening to, uh, uh, Keith and, Keith and the girl, and Hemda was saying how, uh, I mean, Keith and, Keith was saying how, for uh androids uh their app store it's not like apple apple is responsible for their stuff on the app store a lot of times they monitor that and and can't you can't just put anything out there and shit like that but i've heard for the android like it's more open and people can just put all kinds of shit out there it may or may not work it may or may not function and so a lot of times like you said that's probably may well open up people to all the viruses because it's not monitored as tightly as apples
2: yeah that's why i laugh at these fucking nerds who think they have some type of point when they're like- Like Apple just needs to let you unlock your phone and put uh, any type of stuff on your phone. It's like, no, because they want your phone to work. Also, like not instead of just the profit motive, the idea that you can't go download some unchecked fucking application and completely turn your phone into a brick is good. Like, I like to know that anything I get from the app store, I don't have to turn around and go, yeah, my phone don't work because I downloaded this app. and Apple doesn't check that shit. So I don't want to hear that shit. No, nigga. They right. Y'all wrong. Next question, man.
7: Yo, Ryan (coughs) Carroll. It's your boy Mudro. Man, I just finished listening to the Rob Parker black checking situation. Man, Rob Parker is the wrong nigga to be talking about people being (coughs) cornballed. I I put it this way. If he wasn't some sort of, like, mainstream and middle-of-the-road type of cornball type of dude, his ass wouldn't be on the SPN. That dude, one of the lamest motherfuckers on the ESPN, in, in my opinion. But, you know, that's just me. And I just find it so funny how Stephen A. Smith feels so <coughs> goddamn uncomfortable when he does the same bullshit on TV. Oh, yeah, I mean, yes. Stephen A. Finch. <laughs> anyway, y'all do what y'all do. Great show, guys. Holla.
2: Yeah, that Stephen yeah. A. Smith sighed before he started talking to the best.
3: Yeah, that was like, oh, if he signed, oh, you 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 went
2: too far. Last voicemail. Yo, Rod
5: and Karen is Benzel. All right, I got three minutes to do this. All right, let's go. Uh, first off, um, yeah, you guys were talking about that black on black crime website, man. I, I already got beef with that because apparently a family member of mine told me to check it out, didn't tell me what it was, and then. I went and saw one of my best friends on there, so um, so I definitely got beef with that website. I'm
3: what I've
5: been uh websites like that and the
3: guy
2: or girl
5: to it like crazy. You know, I'm I'm not down with that. Uh, I
2: need details.
5: Another thing I wanted to say was uh that I don't know if you uh, you guys probably heard about this, but the update about the Rob Parker dude being uh, suspended from ESPN
1: mm-hmm. and
5: uh. Honestly, I think he deserves that after what he said about RG3. And, you know, he should be definitely be made a, an example of all this black checking that's going on. I know you say make everyone black checks in public and it's supposed to be out of fun, but I'm not down for black checking whether whether it's on national TV or just with your people hanging out not whatnot. Uh, black is black no matter what you think. Wow. Uh, second of all, uh, nerd question. This is for you, Sir Rod.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, and maybe Miss Karen. But uh, how's your nerd game right now? Of um, If you guys are up to date on the, uh, or you guys are reading the current uh, Batman storyline, uh, the Death in the Family, or Death of the Family, um, I mean, not Death, yeah, death, death, I reading that. death in the Family, because I was with Jason Todd, but the current one is the Death of the Family. And uh, from what I'm reading, uh, some shit goes down, so... Um, if you can get, like, the quick notes of what's going on about was going on, dude, I would highly recommend that. Um, but this also goes to another question that I had. Um, the, when you would... Growing up, and you had comic books, or you would go get comic books, did you encounter a comic book store where the guys are douchebags, even if you ask questions or not? And if so... Uh, well, what's your story cuz honestly man my story is almost as similar as yours if you get if you had douchebag uh comic book guys all right guys I'm trying to keep this under 3 minutes hopefully i did all right Peace.
2: you peace. did young dad and we appreciate it dude we do thank you sweetie <clears throat> um all right f- couple things number 1 yeah i agree i don't i, was, I think the black check and shit is whack period uh like i said it can be funny in a certain type of uh, comedic sense, like yes, um, you can. Uh, I remember Dave Chappelle made a joke about uh, it was actually a joke on himself, and it was about being racist against himself and shit like that. Like I can see how that's funny, you know. Um, even uh, on the show where you had Wayne Brady, the entire premise of that is came from black checking Wayne Brady, and they spun it into to me uh, one of the funniest episodes of uh, a tv show of all time um but but that's because they're kind of joking on the idea of black checking and how ridiculous it is so it can be funny to me it's just it's hard to make it funny because most people aren't are too hacky it's just like that nigga got braces he ain't black and it's like that's as far as it goes for most people um well, you got a white woman, you know, and there's no joke to it. that's just Mm-mm, you got a white baseline, woman.
3: nothing Mm-mm.
2: you know, so i you know I don't really live in that world uh where I want to feel like I have to check everybody's blackness meter all the time i i I turn my blackness meter down to like five on those days, and I just move on. <laughs> um and then the other thing do i have comic book asshole stories um not really man i only think comic book store that was kind of asshole was that they take advantage of kids with the whole this is a classic edition of um, x-men and then you open it up it's like the 12th reprinting and shit like i don't like that but <laughs> other than that no i don't really have asshole comic book stories stuff because um most of the time, they just be happy you were putting 10 comic books in a bag and buying it. You know?
3: What? And especially with back in the day, we used to shop hard at the place that close over there in Pineville, man. Me and Roger uh, would we'll both walk out with like, you know, 15, 20 comic books. That dude would be like... Hey, you—you buy that, many?
2: Right, it will just be shocked. I would see them, like him and his older crew, arguing shit. But
3: yeah, like, yeah, know, he, not me. He, him and him and the forty year would be arguing about the best outfit that you know Spider Man had, or right. be arguing about how it was minute, that you know Mary Jane's hair should be black versus red, you know, shit like that. But that, right. but you know that's shit that I just laugh at.
2: Yeah, and uh, honestly, when uh, I'm very quiet when people get into those type of arguments, anyway so a lot of times i like if i see two people arguing about the the new 52 is this i'm like eh i'm out and i gotta get up on that batman story i'm not up on it yet all right we got some emails to do and then we're gonna get out of here um I, i i don't know if we're even gonna take phone calls or not but um all right. The first things first, though, uh, we were talking about the official, uh, wine guy of the show. I remember he said he was going to send us some more wine and then we never got it. And that was fine. I don't pressure anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I was like, I was it's cool happy. if you don't. Yeah. But, uh, he sent it, man. Uh, <clears throat> he says, Karen and Rod, it, uh, it's Chris Wooden. He says, it is the official wine guy of the black guy who tips and I send season's greetings in the form of wine that should arrive this week. And arrive it did, my friend. Yes, it did, sir. (laughs) My wife and I took an official Nagasaki bomb for episode 392, and I would like to nominate the Nagasaki bomb for the best, most offensive, yet delicious alcohol drink in existence. Ain't it good, though? I would also like to nominate the simping episode from this summer as the best episode so far. It was educational as it was funny. Now, for the record, this nomination don't count because you can only (laughs) do it on the thread, but I appreciate the effort. Yes. This this episode should be a PSA for all the lost souls out there who just don't know they are simping thanks for another great year of the podcast i look forward to the blackout tips awards in two in 2013 check out our wine show the cellar reserve wine show on podomatic and itunes uh, and they also have a block uh a blog spot for it: the cellar reserve dot com. so all my wine people and i know black women loves they wine uh, M-
3: Sh- moscato hey mm-hmm. that's
2: right shout out to tko um yeah, make sure you guys uh, check it out, man. Find out about the cellar reserve wine show on Potomatic. Um <clears throat> He also wrote this letter, uh, this nice note, when we opened up our box of box of wine. Literally, it was a box with two bottles of wine in it. We opened up that box. He said, "Miss Karen and Rod, Mrs. Karen and Rod." I'm sorry. Don't wanna, don't wanna give you any uh, less respect, Karen. <laughs> From the official wine guy of the black guy who tips, I have included two sweet wines, a German inspired Gerworts Traminer, or Gerworts Traminer. Better pronunciation than me. It's German for delicious. And our Italian effervescent red blend, Moscato and Brichetta? i guess that's how you pronounce it i don't know while i'm writing <laughs> check out our wine show the seller reserve wine show it's on itunes and podomatic plug he put, he put plug in uh, in parentheses thanks for the great show and hours of entertainment a week chris wooden thank you man thank you sweetie we appreciate that dog we will be drinking that shit up and i promise you i won't let karen cook with any of it <laughs> <laughs> Drinks my wine like a man supposed to, like a responsible alcoholic. You don't marinate
3: it in chicken.
2: No, hell no. Oh, it's delicious. If so I wanted my wine chicken to taste like wine, I would just drink some wine while I eat my chicken.
3: <laughs> Ain't nothing like some good old fashioned drunk ass chicken.
2: Mm-mm. <laughs> Cooking all the alcohol out of it—that's the best part. Oh, wine is delicious and chicken. You can taste the wine in the chicken. Mm-hmm, but not the alcohol. Byob. <laughs> This is from Space Mountain. He said, hey Rod and Karen, this is Space Mountain from Twitter. I have written into, I haven't written into the show in ages, but I heard this story and had to share. This young lady, I guess, this young lady I'm talking to, she black y'all, went to a BYOB wine party. Sounds innocent, right? Wrong. As the second B in BYOB wasn't beer, a BYOB wasn't beer and it wasn't bottle. It was Brie. oh uh, bring your own cheese yeah what what was it you asked Bree? yes Bree, the whitest of the cheeses she goes on to tell me that the table was filled with so much cheese it was like cheese giving <laughs> <laughs> that's what white people celebrate on um, black friday cheese giving it's like thanksgiving was yesterday and now time for the spreading of the cheese is cheese giving. Uh, do you
3: think they're going to say, you know, they, they go crazy when they're going to say, oh, and didn't we see that commercial? It's like a, t- it was like a um, direct TV commercial with a direct TV ain't recording. And uh, everybody's sitting there. And it was a, like, we can't watch TV. He was like, we can't watch TV. He was like, hey, Bill, you look like a Brie man there. And then he like spreads the cheese across the crackers.
2: Oh, I haven't seen that one.
3: Yes, you did. We seen it the other day.
2: I, you know what, kid? I wasn't paying attention oh. because... To me, white people loving cheese is so blasé at this point. <laughs> like I don't, I'm not even, I don't even get amused I or surprised anymore.
3: Like you was right there with me. I understand this.
2: I just expect it. It's not mind blowing to me that white people love cheese. They do. It's, get over it, everybody. It's just happening constantly. Okay, people send me pictures all the time. Hey, man, look at this. White people got cheese dessert trays now. Of course they do. Wow. Why wouldn't they? They they white and they love cheese. Duh. Y'all, y'all really act like y'all still surprised that it's a real thing. We've been doing this for two years now. They love that shit. It's the truth. They can't deny it. Anyone that tells you they don't, they are a goddamn lie. I had a white person tell me, I'm lactose intolerant. I can't, so it doesn't apply to everybody. No, that means you love cheese so much you can't handle it. (laughs) Well, you used to love cheese and you couldn't eat it no more. Right. You probably still eat it. That's how you know you lactose intolerant. I know it so. How else would you know? And and they invented pills for it. Yes, they did. Every time I think the white man's love of cheese has reached its apex, they show it has no bounds. Also, congrats on the Stitcher nomination and having my podcast crush, Amber P, on last week. Mm, it's a thing okay i hear you brother
3: hey i'm getting that love amber out
2: there pulling them in
3: yes she is
2: ain't she i see you amber mm-hmm. the other day she retweeted something or i retweeted something from her where she was talking about uh someone said she was adorable on this dating site and she took it to be like oh he's trying to say that people retweeting this to be like oh i'm surprised that they said that when actually i was retweeting it like See, nigga, you be lying. That's what I was. That's what I was really doing. <laughs> Your goddamn lie. Everybody yeah. knows you're adorable, and you're sitting over here trying to pretend that you're not. Yes, I see what you're you doing. Are. pimping these dudes on the podcast. Mm. I'm sure her emails are full of dudes. You know what it is. Yeah, it's like I heard you. Uh, you were talking about some titties the other day, and I, I uh, am also interested in those. So, uh, what mental health? What are we talking about? Um, I would also like to claim. To the titles, to the title. No, you get one title first of all. You get one title. <laughs> Ain't no titles, nigga. The official little brother of the show because I t- look up to y'all and antagonize Rod about Home Alone being an impossible white man movie. Yeah, that was yeah, that was one of the dumbest things that uh, Mike uh, from Wordsworth Forty Eight has ever said. Okay, <laughs> you can't have an impossible white man movie where nobody dies. That's fucking stupid and it's, it violates the genre of impossible white y'all niggas, niggas really are just like and it can't be a comedy yeah niggas are really just like hey man a white man was in this is that impossible white man no <laughs> everything can't be impossible white man the official law student of the show i was uh i will solidify the these soon with purchases of some black guy with Tips gear or a timely donation look pick one of those you can't have both and if someone buys something more expensive ah. than you You're automatically out That's the rules All right. P.S. Old girl I talked to Brought cranberry cheddar cheese Some shit I ain't even know existed man. Guess I might have to check her papers Like this is Arizona Make sure she's black Doesn't just have a nice tan Peace out like chill say Space Mountain Alright dog thank you man <laughs> um, Alright next Bring one
3: you, That's a good one
2: uh, Chandra writes in Impossible white man would the movie Crank with Jason Statham be considered an impossible white man movie? I haven't watched it in a while, but I think this is a good one. Of course, there's is impossible white man. Yes. All
3: his, all his all, almost
2: all his movies are yeah. exclusively impossible I'm a white, white man. man. Shit. Yes. Um, someone sent us two pictures of, uh, the who was who this? Oh, uh, Shaka. Man. She said, Rod and Karen. I had to share this photo of my daughter, the newest fan of the Black Altus podcast. Um, the blackout tips and katg and it this baby is not even old enough to sit up and it has the blackout tips and 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 katg paraphernalia all over his body and
3: um oh i know you just have to pray for those little
2: kids (laughs) you just have to pray for those little kids that they will make it okay and they'll be all right because
3: precious
2: you know it's a beautiful child but I, I'm worried. I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm worried there's going to be, the first word is going to be nigger or something like that. It's just, It can't help itself. Ah. <laughs> Professor uh, LCH wrote in, Hi Rod and Karen, and chill, girl, shaking my head. <laughs> Long time, no feedback, but I've been hanging back in the cut, so to speak. Watching all of my booze, though unlike Karen, I keeps and lose mine. Oh, I keep on mine. <laughs> i had to get back in my fangirl game uh thanks to some of the recent shows so the first comment i'm compelled to make is triggered by the ridiculous commentary by rod that that black versions of christmas Carol sound essentially like somebody can get some um kitty cat <laughs> Yeah, i believe i said pussy but okay and it sound and that it sounds like the said ahem kitty cat is the gift that's under the tree I hate Rod so very much for this a whole bunch of LOLs, and you too, Karen, rolling on the floor laughing. But curses, y'all stay correct. Just a few examples: uh, Pacho Bell's "Canon in D," aka "In Cheese." Um, so I'll play some some of this uh, for the audience so they can hear. It. Okay, this is sound pretty classy. This is a Christmas song?
3: I guess so. See, this is not a black Christmas this song. This
2: is normally what I hear like, weddings and shit.
3: You know what? Yes, this is a wedding song. Why they eat no cheese. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. All right, and now uh, let's hear the other version. She said, versus these dudes. Uh, okay. <laughs> yep. everybody does also y'all need to see the cover of this so I'll put it in the chat it's classic yeah, yeah. One of those you can clearly get some pussy to, and one you will not. Uh, and one you'll be like, oh, you want to marry me? Get away. Yeah, one is a doctor's office waiting room,
3: and one room. is a
2: bedroom. It's clear. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Bean Crosby's Oh Holy Night. So, okay. Check out Bean Crosby's version of Oh Holy Night. I'm sure that that'll be uh, quite cheeserific, if that's even a word.
3: Ha ha, I think it is, sir.
2: <laughs> I got to wait on it to load. Here we go. Get them, Bane.
4: Holy night.
2: Oh, old school, right here. The stars are
6: brightly shining. It is the
4: night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin.
2: This is what the kids are into these days, right?
3: I guess so. Um, Back in 1952.
2: uh, Versus Mariah Carey's um, version of the song, when she did it live.
3: to the bedroom Uh I like that outfit girl A sexy, yeah a lot more sexy going on in that version Her
2: titties all smushed up together i put the link in the chat room completely different completely different like same song one of them you can fuck to is is uncanny okay uh she also said that's a link to the chat room so they got a gospel choir and holy hands and of course the latest huh. and greatest gene Autry's iconic rudolph the red nose reindeer okay okay
6: You would even say
3: it glow. Like the light,
2: bub. Well, that's definitely uh, the white version. Oh, uh, yes. And of course, the DMX version. Um, although, I don't know what kind of pussy you'd be getting at this. Um, Angry? Yeah, she said the kitty cat shall be roughed up a bit, but still. <laughs>
3: Roughed up a lot.
2: Yeah, you gotta be into that feminist Jones BDSM. Right, so let's hear the
1: lyrics of Rudolph the Red Reindeer, and would you I know the lyrics. Know, would you do us the honors of spitting Rudolph say, the Red Nose Reindeer? Say, um, you know, dasher and dancer and Prancer and vixen, Comet and Cupid and
6: Donner and Blissin But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer.
3: Hey,
6: very
3: shiny nose.
6: And if you ever saw him. You would even say it close to the call All of the other reindeer. Used to let call them names. They never let poor Rudolph join it any reindeer game. Like Monopoly. Then wanna pause
3: me at Christmas Eve. Sad <Santa laughs> <Gaines laughs> up, Rudolph, with your nose know,
2: so bright. Wait, like Monopoly.
3: Yep, that's that's what we used to do. We we, we hit when we used to uh, do, uh hit us as a kid.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we all have right.
3: our own version going on fuck the song I do love we didn't care you know, kids
2: she says smile down yours forever
3: yeah, so, we forever love you point. too sweetie thank you <laughs> oh. and I'm proud of you girl. that's the first uninterrupted email you breaking records honey
2: yeah I had to tell no nobody I had to tell people we wasn't taking no calls but hey we got it to do work
3: <laughs> hey people don't care they still calling doing her shit
2: <laughs> right I know <laughs> they're
3: like mm, 15, 16, time to call
2: uh, somebody wrote in Peyton writes in um, iwm top 20 nominees says i have nominees for the top 20 impossible white man list broken arrow this movie is a testament to the greatness of john as an action movie director he turned christian slater into an action hero skinny snarky christian slater Chris, skinny snarky christian slater yeah i, I don't know if that'll be top 20 but i will revisit that for you Another one, John Woo, face off. This movie is has an impossible white man double dose, Nicolas Cage and John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Um, while it is a pretty good movie and it is pretty impossible. It's not my top twenty. Um, uh, but it's very uh rewatchable and I enjoy that movie a lot. Yeah, they do some good acting, it's very funny, but um I don't know if I would I, I, there's more impossible white man movies that are more impossible than that. That's all I'm saying.
3: I used to watch the hell out of it when it first came out, though. I yeah. ain't gonna
2: lie. Like, there's a, there's a little lack of action, uh, physical stunts, that kind of hurts this movie, but I know what you're saying. Those are two good impossible white man movies, though. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam writes in, Hey, guys, first email I've been listening for a couple of months. Anyway, when studying, I watched a famous French film in which French kids called their teachers kesememberters kesememberters what chememberters chememberters anyway because they were wealthy and were meant to smell of cheese thought you'd like this your friendly brit sam (laughs) from london or landan with your best cockney accent i don't i don't have a cockney accent i don't know how to do cockney accent but thank you sam um from landan we appreciate it cuz and um yeah, Camemberters. I don't. That that does uh, sound rather cheesy. So
3: Yes, yeah, very cheesy.
2: Um, Nick, Nikki, Nikki, She wrote in, "Don't listen in airports." Oh. Well, first of all, people listen anyway, you goddamn well. Choose to listen to our <laughs> show, okay? Don't let her story, whatever it is, deter you. <laughs> Hi, Rod and Karen at the airport. Too lazy to proofread. I am currently sitting at the airport in Phoenix waiting to late- leave to Vegas. I was listening to your show during guest the race and my earphones janked out my phone Uh-oh. and it was extremely loud. <laughs> the white people around me just looked shocked. So I had to do my <laughs> shh, sh- nigga. I don't give a fuck face and put my earphones back in. There was a white family next to me, but they moved to another just area to sit. <laughs> Anywho, love the show. And Karen said, I'm the official black girl of Arizona. Mm-hmm. Okay uh gonna go drink drink at the bar before my plane leaves peace
3: have a good time well hopefully
2: she arrives safe wherever she is going and uh no more headphone accidents so that uh people won't know she's horribly racist white friends from a man michael felder aka in the bleachers he said rod and karen obviously i love when you talk about your white friends i can't help but enjoy your detailing of things as a relative novice in the white friends world (laughs) Karen and the drugs conversation would never not be funny. What's rolling?
3: I have no idea what the hell we was talking about. I was like I was one of their kids, say no to drugs and I meant that shit. I know other people's like say no but until I turned sixteen I was like say no forever.
2: Blackness man this entire debate can get the fuck out of my face not because of rob parker fuck that dude but because people literally think that way what parker said was only big news because the Negroes said it on tv in front of white people as i read the commentary as i read the commentary i was basically it was basically white people saying that's racist and not understanding that this is so much bigger than they've ever experienced Mm -hmm. this is a real problem and damn it needs to stop there is no one white way to be black and i agree wholeheartedly with you and karen saying that real equality is when you can just be a republican or have a white fiance or speak proper english and not be the black whatever right that's all robert Griffin's saying in my opinion Mm -hmm. when he says like it's not about comparing me to black quarterbacks it's not even about being a black quarterback i just want to take my respect and be robert griffin the third the individual and he was basically asking the reporter like why did you go to cam newton right away and not uh someone that you uh have in a higher place in your hierarchy like you would Mm -hmm. never say i'm like aaron Rodgers," because you would say that to andrew luck you wouldn't say that to me because i'm black that's true anyway i sound like my mom by saying this but so much of it is crabs in a barrel that whole you're not black enough for me so i need to put you a guy more folks should aspire to be like in many ways down to make myself feel better it's sickening such a big difference uh, between being a sellout and a guy that's genuinely comfortable in his skin, living life, right? Like, like I said, I can see people. Like, I understand when people flip on like Herman Cain, or you know, uh, some of these Republicans or something that that openly disparage black people, the majority of black people, and then hold themselves above black people. Absolutely understand when they get called a sellout on Tom Coon. I understand that. I don't use that language to talk about them, but I completely understand where that anger comes from. But this isn't that, you know, RG three isn't a sellout. Like you said, right? The kid isn't being anti-black. He's being pro himself. He's a kid from a military family that had two sergeants for parents. He loved multiple. He lived, he moved multiple places before they settled in Texas. He didn't have the same quote unquote black experience as a lot of people. This doesn't, this he doesn't act like he At least he doesn't act like he did um, I'm, I mean The dude went to Baylor And not they got me in so I could get with there and to ball Went to Baylor he picked to go to That super conservative super religious school Over other places this whole thing Just frustrates me so much backbiting And infighting among on the black community Because some dude doesn't honor or Fit some arbitrary mode That he never wanted to be pigeonholed into In the first place yes sir ugh it's like it's just like the man card bullshit or the pause crap except worse because these aren't jokes meanwhile white people are like amazed at how all them blacks can be fighting amongst themselves when they're all black to us
3: right <laughs> yeah cause they can't tell the difference
2: I got the girls uh, Christmas party I got the girl Christmas party today should be a doozy I've been warned multiple times to be on my best behavior and not to moon everyone like I did at Thanksgiving party <laughs> But fuck it, I'm going to get my shine on in this party These fools are there to see me Even if they don't know it until I get there Enjoy your weekend, love the show Felder Ah, oh, Thanks Mike <laughs> Don't move anybody Be safe All right.
3: uh, That came from Thanksgiving turkey And the side
2: of Felder's ass And uh, and, uh This is an emergency email That we got from Professor LCH She must be listening live Rod is wrong is the title Karen is right if you wouldn't drink it don't cook with it I- I'm saying don't cook with any of it if you if I'm saying if you would drink it drink it that's how I prefer my alcohol <laughs> you
3: <can> drink it <laughs> in my
2: mouth deliciously that's how I like my alcohol chicken
3: is deliciously delicious yeah alcohol
2: if you if I walk in the house and Karen is cooking with a fucking Nagasaki bomb that's a waste of alcohol <laughs> and eggnog <laughs> I like my fucking alcohol in my mouth. I can drink a Nagasaki bomb and eat the chicken at the same time if I want that effect. Uh, also, even if it's old and you wouldn't drink it today, you would have a few days ago. Therefore, you can and should cook with it. Stop trying to make Karen marinate wrongly. Let my Karen cook. Smile and yours, <laughs> Professor LCH. Um, yeah, I do let Karen cook, but I'm saying let me drink. Let me drink! <laughs> I buy the alcohol and I walk in and my fucking Kraken is, it, it, trust me, I know what I'm talking about. I wants to drink my Kraken. <laughs> and now I'm not being crazy. The shit wasn't costing $20 a bottle, then maybe we can talk about it, but no. <laughs> that, that shit, I see a couple of cups of Kraken just sitting in the middle of some fucking bag of chicken. I'm pissed because I was going to drink that. And now I can't because it's got chicken juice in it and salmonella and shit. And I want to live. But that's the only thing stopping me from drinking it. Just letting y'all know. Um, all right. Tomorrow's ah. guest will be Robin Key from um, the now defunct Atypical Sports Show. Mm-hmm. show will be at 10 a.m. So hopefully we'll see you guys there. Yes,
3: sir. Um,
2: blackouttips.com. Donate. Return donations, all that good stuff. Apparently, we need a new webcam. That happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it did. Surprise, nigga. You, you will be Christmas shopping. Yes, you will. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, go ahead and, and pull out the cards.
2: Oh, y'all gonna celebrate, okay? Y'all whether, gonna celebrate whether, whether, with whether some materialism today.
3: Whether you want to or not.
2: Right. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, man. Uh, yeah, you know what to do, man. Donate. Uh. Email the blackout to the Gmail. The number 7045 five seven zero one eight six leave voicemails throughout the week talk to us live when we open up the phones um I don't know what else just you know, keep doing your thing. Thank you guys so much for retweeting us. Thank you for supporting the show. Uh sincerely it's awesome having fans. Even the overzealous ones, uh, that we make jokes about. Um, even the people that want to be down but don't quite understand the nuance of the show. We appreciate you, man. Because you do. could be spending your time doing a lot of other shit and that doesn't include us. Uh so sincerely thank you guys yes, very much. And do. um we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Uh, until then, I love you, you too, baby. Mwah. Uh. Oh. Hello world, I'm coming with that south soul and some hot crunchy curls
1: Igniting your mind with that wintertime cloudy day shot shit And that natural high shit That why they even trash it, right? Car ciphers while we bumping shots to Isaac On my way to my crib, man my life is timeless Like fuck it, let the beat rock I bet your heat drop the same day as detox are you hearing this new heat? I be toshing your this swaggin' on them Oogie, oogie, you see we go bananas as rappers And leave these beats creased and banged out Wow, I'm going out all oh, Shit's raw, going through applause Niggas coming out of the vlog With money, so epic, is funny it's Funny how I'm laughing on them like huh? A rash, new passion on them I'm spazzing like I ain't drop kid with rappers on them Get it. up, get out, get some. You better get, up, get out, get uh-huh. you
4: better
1: get up, get out, get some. You better get up, get out, get some. You better get up, get out, get some. Uh. I am October's very own Blue stripes on the cardigan Shot town bread Better watch for the guardians Watch for the darks we send They bomb like that hardy kid Got animals on the squad wielding a safari And shit. I'm sorry this is something You can hardly take apart Cause this is built up from the bottom Motherfuck you if you startin' shit I always send it Keep it 300 like I'm with Spartacus Fighting with Goliath Son of David on a Harley, bitch I am your highness When I'm saying be that gnarliness You niggas declining while I'm way winning in Harley quip Got a couple dollars though We all can always grip some more Pretty motherfucker Rhyming nerdy still getting hoes But I don't want them bitties Yo, I just toss them off to the pros Some niggas don't give a fuck And be dirtier than the flow I be polier than my flow Chillier than glaciers Till they ass is basic I'm too amazing to be angry at lame shit Get up, get out, get oh. some, get some. Ooh. Ooh. You better get up, get out, get some you better get up, get out, and get some ooh, ooh. You better get up, get out, and get some Chef, Word to them scallywags, heard they talking out of pocket Tell that bitch I'm Johnny Rocket in the kitchen While you're bitching, master Shepherds in the building Frying chicken with your missus Quit your acting, grab a napkin